1: Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Here, what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. So
2: I have a full upper dental implant and full lower. The bottom is removable. So I had everything removed and replaced. I take them out every day, clean them, and put them back in. They snap on securely so you can eat with comfort and everything else and you don't have to worry about laughing and them coming out. <laughs> I was dumping so much money into, like, replacing each individual tooth. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to find an alternative. I love it. (laughs) I can smile a big smile now and not have to worry about missing teeth. It's a great place. I highly recommend it.
1: This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day,
3: the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away.
4: Connecting to
2: remote
5: operating room.
3: Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call.
5: Operation complete.
3: The Cox Network, with multi-gig speeds coming soon, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. Limited availability in select areas. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply, other restrictions may apply.
2: Do you wish you could take half the week off by Wednesday? At Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, you can do just that. Every Tuesday is Martini Tuesday, where you can enjoy a handcrafted martini for 50% off. Wednesdays get half off any bottle of wine up to $75. And if you make it through the whole week, we have the best brunch buffet and bottomless mimosas and Bloody Marys in town every Saturday and Sunday. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, part restaurant, part museum, all good times in the heart of Gator Nation.
6: In Italy, Mama is the cornerstone of the family. At Pomodoro Cafe, they treat Mama like a queen because she's the one who taught them how to prepare their fresh Italian classics. Like di mare. you've got to try Pomodoro Cafe's freshly baked focaccia bread. It's Mama's secret recipe. Come celebrate Mother's Day with Pomodoro Cafe. Your Mama gets their traditional Mother's Day rose and everyone enjoys Gainesville's favorite
0: spot for outstanding Italian food. Make your reservation today. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, and have some lunch on ESPN 98, one FM and 8.50 AM WRUF.
7: Welcome into a Thursday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Zach's going to produce the program today. Um, I'm going to go all over the map today. It's going to be a bounce-off-the-wall day today. Uh, Tomorrow on the program, uh, if everything goes right, if you watch W, W, E, if you watch that, there's a guy has been on there quite a long time. He was at the announcer desk. Now he's doing interviews. His name is Brian Saxton. He's one of us. He's a Gator. And uh, he will come on tomorrow uh, and be with us. And we hope to have Missouri baseball coach Steve Beezer on with us tomorrow uh, to get uh, his thoughts on his team and the Florida series. Let me throw some things out today. With the draft coming up tonight, live coverage here beginning at 7.00. Where, as you call in today, where do you think Anthony Richardson is picked? What team do you think he goes to? Not who you want him, where you think it's it's going to end up happening. Also, congratulations to the Miami Heat. Uh, that's pretty stunning. And it brought up a point Um uh, If you follow any sport, look, I don't care if you're a fan. I don't care if you're an athlete. I'm going to throw this out today as a a question for you to respond to. For example, Gator baseball, depending on who you talk to, uh, is projected to be a top eight seed. I think it's D1 baseball has him as a seven right now, which would mean they would host a regional, if they win it, host a super regional. And I think it was Arizona State, uh, Troy, and Gulf Coast here. And that's a pretty competitive regional. But if Florida is a top eight national seed and doesn't get to Omaha, do you consider the season... To be a failure. And I'm using that word. Failure. Because Giannis, after the Bucks went down, was asked by a reporter about the end of the year. And look, it takes a lot. And the athletes are paid. They should, and I'm a believer of this. If you're going to stand up in front of the media when you win... Then you stand up in front of the media when you lose. And sometimes you have to face difficult questions. Well, I love his answer to this question, and I want to get your reaction. Here is the question Giannis was asked and his answer.
6: I just asked Bud the exact same question, but I'm curious for you. Do you view this season as a failure?
5: (sighs) Oh, my God. Uh okay because I'm not that up we, you asked me the same question last year Eric okay uh, do you get do you get a promotion every year on your job no right so every year you work is a failure yes or no no every every year you work you work towards something towards a goal right With, which is to get a promotion to be able to uh, take care of your family to be able I don't know um, provide a house for them, or take care of your parents. you work towards a goal it 's not a failure it's steps to success. you know and if you 've never 't want to i don 't want to make it personal so there 's always steps to it. You know um, Michael Jordan played fifteen years, won six championship. The other nine years was a failure that 's what you 're telling me no, i 'm asking your question yes or no, no I mean, I don't think so. okay, exactly. so why are you asking me that question? It's a wrong question. There's no failure in sports. You know, there's good days, bad days. Some days, some days you are able to uh, be successful, some days you're not. Some days it's your turn, some days it's not your turn. And that's what sports about. You don't always win. Some other, other people are going to win. And this year, somebody else is going to win. Similar as that. We're going to come back next year, try to be better, try to build good habits, try to um, play better, not have 10 days stretch with playing bad basketball. You know, and hopefully we can win a championship. So 50 years from 1971 to 2021 that we didn't win a championship, it was 50 years of failures. No, it was not. It was steps to it, you know, and we were able to win one. Hopefully we can win another one. You know, i sorry that I didn't want to make it personal because you asked me the same question last year. And uh, last year I wasn't in the, in the uh, right um, mind space to answer the question back.
7: Could we have been? Okay. What do you think of that? I agree with everything he said except one thing. There's never failure in sports. Yes, there is. In my opinion, there is failure in sports. But what struck me, what struck me is what he said about Michael Jordan. Think of how great Michael Jordan, he's the goat in basketball. I don't care what anybody says. He's the goat for me. You don't think so? No, Zach. Look, I'm a Kareem guy. Okay, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying he's not great. He is to me. MJ. Point of is point is with that. As great as he is, he brought uh, he brought the point out. Played 15 years. So are the other nine years failures? The, if that is your measuring stick, if if winning everything is your measuring stick for failure or success, then there's a hell of a lot of people that are failures. It's just that simple. So if you have a comment about that, as a fan, because I want to ask this, what do you consider with Gator sports to be a failure? I mean, I guess it depends on the sport. I'll give you a perfect example. Do you think Gator gymnastics... Is a failure, because if you do, then your then your bar and your standard is absolutely ridiculous. Disappointing, yes, absolutely. When you get that close, then you you want to win everything, man. I get that, but my goodness, Whew. and then, um. A little later on, I've always been uh, a proponent of this. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Speaking of gymnastics, Kayla DiCello is going to make an announcement official in about an hour and a half, uh, but she's going to take a gap year to pursue a berth on the 2024 U.S. Olympic team. Good luck to her. Um, Obviously, she was really good this past year and wish her luck in that endeavor um, alright back to my original point all you recruit out there I want to hear from you because it has always been my take that recruiting classes should be re-evaluated I have nothing there's nothing wrong with after the dust settles. Okay, here's the 20-whatever class. It's ranked number whatever it is. Fine. There it is. Why doesn't anybody re-rank classes, say, two years later? Because that is the real rank of the class. And now it's going to be even harder to do that. Why? Transfer portal. Because... You're going to lose some of those kids, but you're also going to gain some that may have been in the same class. Speaking of that, women's basketball, getting a six-foot forward, Ernie Kindred, via the transfer portal. She comes to Florida as a junior from Texas A&M. And remember, they have a five-star. They've already signed a McDonald's All-American, Reynolds, and uh, Zippy Broughton comes back after being hurt all last year. And they're also getting an all-Big 12 transfer who's coming in who set out last year because of the NCAA transfer rules. Uh, let's get a quick call before we get a break. Uh, Byron, hello. Byron, go ahead.
8: Wow, I'm getting some feedback. All right, Steve, thank you very much for taking my call. I saw I call early before I forget what I was going to say. First, Steve, that was a great uh, set and those guys had a great uh, show on about the draft, man. I ain't really enjoyed that, so shout-out to them, man. Good. Before I forget about that. And uh, technically, Steve, man, I-, I just wanted to say about the, uh, the Giannis thing, man, that I got so much respect for him and where he come from, you know. And didn't even know Greeks was that colorless. I guess that's a joke I shouldn't say. But, you yeah. know, And uh, but I do think that when one beat eight, I think that's why people call him a failure. That's almost like, 164 in the tournament, but I guess it's not that bad. But, you know, in Miami, God, man, Steve, I, I didn't even pick them. You remember, I, might have, I called and told you, I think Milwaukee, uh, Philly, and uh, Boston. I didn't even put the Knicks in there. So shout out to your Knicks. They, they're in there, man. So yeah, anything can happen, man. And uh, just, just last, Steve, um, Enjoying those playoffs, man. And I had something else, but I'm forgetting. But I'll just let you go with that, there, man. And some and great show, man. Have a have a great show.
7: Okay, Thank you. Twelve thirteen. Time check. Brought to you by hey Jewelry. ESPN. Ninety eight one FM. Eight fifty AM. W R U F. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now
9: on ESPN. Ninety eight one FM. Eight fifty AM. wruf Good afternoon. I'm Matt Quateraro. Tonight is finally the night in Kansas City as day one of the NFL draft kicks off with round one Thursday night. The Carolina Panthers have the first pick, but who they will pick is still up in the air. You can tune into coverage of tonight's draft right here starting at 7 o'clock. On the diamond, the Tampa Bay Rays hope to bounce back after a series loss to the Astros as they open a four-game set with the Chicago White Sox. It's just a second series loss for the Rays who have quickly jumped out front of the AL East. Shane McClanahan will get the start tonight for Tampa Bay. Gators baseball returns to Gainesville tomorrow to kick off a series with Missouri, as they hope to move past last weekend's sweep against South Carolina. Across the street, Gators softball will start a three-game series with Ole Miss on Friday. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matt Quateraro.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF.
7: Healthcare workers, I'm talking directly to you right now. If you want to make your family's next adventure a reality, don't dream about it. Make it happen. And you can do it with help from my healthcare federal credit union, the place I've done my banking for over 30 years. They have really low rates now for new and used boats, RVs, campers, even power sport vehicles to make that dream your reality. Now, if you already own one of these, you can refinance it now with rates as low as 5.99% APR. Oh, and you can also qualify for a possible gas card worth up to $100. My Healthcare Federal Credit Union is helping Florida healthcare workers and their families right here in Gainesville. And as I said, I've done my banking there for over 30 years. They're good people and they do a great job. For more information, simply visit. MyHCFCU.org. That's myHCFCU.org. If you have joint pain and they're telling you surgery is your best option, please stop what you're doing and call QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. The folks at QC Kinetics use the latest, most advanced regenerative treatments to bring lasting pain relief the natural way. Regenerative medicine harnesses your own body's healing agents to restore and repair damaged tissue in your knees, hips, shoulder, and back. The precision treatments are done in the office with no drugs and no downtime. QC Kinetics has hundreds of clinics all over America and thousands and thousands of satisfied patients. If your joints are aching from arthritis or injury, look beyond steroids and surgery and discover the amazing possibilities with regenerative medicine, especially this time of the year. You need to be living life to the fullest and doing the stuff you love to do. If you can get relief and avoid going under the knife, doesn't it make sense to check it out? Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550.
4: Floridians love boating with family and friends, exploring our state's amazing waterways. But even experienced boaters can lose sight of the risks of passengers standing or sitting in improper locations bow riding by passengers of any age is extremely dangerous. Be sure that passengers only sit or stand in designated areas while underway. Their safety is your responsibility. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. When
6: was the last time you had a burger? No, I mean a real burger, not something you got from a drive-thru. If it's been a while, you need to head to Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. The burgers at Copper Monkey West have been voted best in the area for years. They're legendary. That's not all. USDA, Choice Steaks, Ribeye, Filet, New York Strip, and Philly Cheesesteaks, Chicken Sandwiches, Salmon, and more. Their sandwiches are now made with boar's head meat. Copper Monkey West has a full bar featuring many local brews, all served to you by some of the nicest, friendliest folks around.
10: Takeout available, Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. Mmm, it really does taste that good. If you're celebrating a milestone anniversary this year or just starting the process of picking out that engagement ring, welcome to International Diamond Center. At IDC, we're one of a few jewelers around the world with direct access to exquisite diamonds from Namibia. These are the highest quality, most brilliant diamonds on the planet. And with IDC's connections with the cutters, you can be assured of the ultimate in value with no middleman markups. And just as important as the brilliance of our diamond is the source itself. An IDC diamond comes only from specific mines that follow strict international laws and environmental standards. Not only do we guarantee conflict-free diamonds, we are proud that when you purchase an IDC diamond, you are helping provide dignified employment, much needed education, and necessary health care to African families. So come and shop with confidence at IDC. Confidence in the quality, the value, and the integrity of our diamonds. International Diamond Center. Transparency, honesty, responsibility. Learn more at shopidc.com or visit our showroom today at Celebration Point.
0: John, Jay, Will, and Max weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM 8.50 AM WRUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF.
7: Welcome back. It's going to be a long show today. I guess I'm in the mindset today, I hope I don't say something I'm going to regret saying, but I just wonder now what interests people who are listening today. I mean, the, the, the story of the day is the NFL draft. And yet, you have, you have a homegrown talent who is going to be a first-round pick who most people should be proud of for coming from here, playing Florida, being a first-rounder. And yet, doesn't seem to move the needle at all. I don't understand that. I do not. Nobody even wants to take a stab at I mean there there's gotta be it, it is the anti AR sentiment around here that big a deal or or that prominent I would I would think Gator fans would go, yeah, man, I hope he gets picked number three by whoever. But guess not. One of the things I wanted to bring out today in recruiting, I just came across this on my desk about the reevaluation of a recruiting class. And And I don't think this is all of them, but I just found a sheet of paper that that I must have printed out printed out and said 2021 signees by Florida in football okay here we go Austin Barber Dewan Black he's transferred Justice Boone Chief Borders transferred Marcus Burke Corey Collier, Jr. Carlos Del Rio. Nick Elsness, transferred. Jalen Kitna, we all know. Jason Marshall. Donovan McMillan, transferred. Dakota Mitchell. Dejon Reynolds, transferred. Tyreek Sapp. Jake Slaughter. Chris Thomas, Jr. Rocco Underwood. Desmond Watson. Gage Wilcox. Jeremiah Williams, Jordan Young. And there's one other one that I, I can't remember. So there is your 2021 class, or at least big part of it. What would you rank that class now? That's why there were calls for the rebuild that, Billy Napier, had to undergo. I'm not knocking uh, Dan Mullen at all, but that's the reality. That That's who that class is. Andrew says, the lows make the highs sweet. Even in parenting, marriage, business, work, all life throws at you The lows hurt, but it makes the highs worth it. That's why I love sports. One shot, one field goal can determine the low and the high. But once again, as a fan, what do you consider to be a failure? For example, next year in Gator football, what is a successful season for you? What is a failed season for you? Wanna know that? Because I, I, I just think it's I love what Giannis said, and I hope you had a chance to hear it uh earlier on. Matt says Anthony Richardson goes to the Indianapolis Colts, pick four. Okay? Do the I haven't even looked. The Colts pick three now or four now? It's four, isn't it? Okay, so I guess he's saying chalk. Is what, is what would happen? Um. All right, we'll take some calls. Three nine two eight two five five. You can email ask Russell at wruf.com. com. Jake, hello. Hey Steve. Hey, um, I'm going to tell you
11: my thoughts about the Anthony Richardson situation, but is. Is he expected to go in the top 10, I would think? Oh, yes.
7: Yeah, I, I would be... Okay. St- every mock draft I have seen has him going in the top 10. I would. It, it would take, in my opinion, an extraordinary circumstance for him not to be in the top 10.
11: Okay. Well, I, I understand how some people feel. Uh, you know, I think it's shady that people would not want, to, want the kid to do good because he is a good kid. He's done good for Gainesville and... He did play his heart out, and um, I mean, obviously, the guy's so, such a talented athlete, but I think people feel like he's kind of bailed on us, and again, you can't you can't think anything negative about him, in my opinion, because, you know, he comes back, he gets hurt in his career, you know, he could lose a lot of money on that, but I think a lot of people think that, you know, uh, he could have stuck around another year, honed his skills and helped really, you know, the team do a lot better because he didn't really have the greatest year, to be honest. His passing efficiency wasn't all that good. I mean, he made some great plays on long runs, and he's a kid that you could tell that cares about his teammates and everything. So I don't see any reason why people should be down on him for leaving, but I think that's the thing. I think people think he kind of bailed on everybody, and, you know, he I don't know. That's just when I hear people talking. That seems to be what I think.
7: Well, let me. What do you think? L- I was going to say. L- l- let me throw this out. Tim Tebow makes the grand announcement that he's going to come back for his senior year. Right. the The basketball guys, you know, the NOAA group. Right. They all make the the announcement together. They're coming back, and it certainly was worth it for them because you know they won a national championship. But had Tim Tebow, for example, Jake said, I'm leaving. Would anybody have thought he's bailing? Would anybody have thought he's going? No. Why? Because he won a national championship. That's why. And I understand that, you know, Richardson's raw. I don't think anybody would would dispute that. But he's got to look out in the end for him. What if he gets hurt? He comes back, gets hurt. It could cost him millions of dollars.
12: I agree.
11: That's just what I said. So, you know, I, uh, I don't know why people want to bad mouth him. He, he gave it his best and, uh, he played hurt. I mean, God, what more can you expect out of somebody? But, you know, uh, people are weird, Steve, you you know, I mean, (laughs) people are people. That's just the way they are, I guess. But I'm glad for him. I'm pulling for him. And, uh, I hope he does good. I just hope somebody gets him and, you know, they can kind of tweak him and get him to where, you know, he gets better and better. And he, he you know, I don't think he's ever going to be Tom Brady, but, you know, he guy is such a talented athlete that he could, uh, he could take somebody somewhere, I think.
7: Appreciate All right. you. Yep, appreciate your call. Thank you. George says it'd be a failure in football if we have another losing season. Anything over eight wins is a great year. Thank you for that, George, because there's another word that comes in here. It's called perspective, right? If I asked the same question in 2009 after Florida won it all in 2008, would anybody have said what George just said? Anything over eight wins is a great year. They just said eight wins would be a failure. It's perspective. Mark says, this is crazy. The list, below is a list of all the Kentucky players who participated and are currently participating in the NBA playoffs this season. Uh, Davis, Quickly, Monk, Fox, Booker, Hero, Adebayo, Maxie, Randall, Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. And... The thought process after that would be, and how many can how many titles did Kentucky win? It 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 doesn't guarantee anything, but yes, there are a lot of Kentucky dudes who are in the NBA and are doing well in the NBA. Twelve twenty nine time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, ninety-eight FM, eight fifty AM WRUF.
13: Eight seven nine eight zero 7980 now drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again this protection plan is at an all-time low additionally drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance free towing and car rental options at no additional cost call us for your free quick quote today 800-758-7980 that's 800-758-7980 what do you have to lose call 800 758 seven nine eight zero again eight hundred seven five eight seven nine eight zero
14: getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process especially since you're always growing and changing but deepening your self awareness is the key to a happier more fulfilled life therapy is all about that process of self-discovery because sometimes you don't know what you really want until you talk things through BetterHelp offers convenient online therapy on your schedule It's the same professional service you'd get from an in-person therapist, but with the option to communicate when and how you want, by chat, phone, or video call. Plus, getting started is easy. Just go to their site and fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. If you don't find the right match the first time, don't worry. You can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Start on your own journey of self-discovery with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash youfirst today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash youfirst.
2: Raise a glass to good times at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Every Tuesday, we raise martini glasses for our Martini Tuesday, where you can enjoy 50% off select handcrafted martinis. On Wine Wednesday, we toast with 50% off on bottles of wine up to $75. And, of course, don't forget to celebrate the weekend with an incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch buffet with bottomless mimosas and Bloody Marys at the hottest restaurant in Florida in the heart of Gator
7: Nation, Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Hey, it's Steve Russell from my friends at Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. They don't have any new vehicles. They haven't in over 40 years they've been in business. They specialize in giving you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, the best in late model, low mileage vehicles. They always keep up the best and the highest inventory of high quality used vehicles check them out online secars.com go see them in person northeast 39th avenue in gainesville southeast car agency
0: from the uf weather center here is your wruf weather
10: update
2: Warm and muggy today, highs climbing to the mid to upper 80s. And just like yesterday, we'll have an increasing chance for downpours and thunderstorms. Several batches pushing in from the west during the evening and into the start of the overnight. Like yesterday, damaging winds and large hail will be possible from the strongest storm cells. From the UF Weather Center, a meteorologist, Megan Borowski.
6: And now, the, the, the Patrick Show. Dan
0: Patrick. <laughs> the Clippers reloaded. They got Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. The expectations were lofty, but that star pairing has played just 142 games together. Boy, if they were healthy, well, they're not. And now, the Clippers right across the road. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes, and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. WRUF radio app, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF.
7: Isn't it funny how things happen in terms of the transfer portal? Okay. You have a quarterback at Notre Dame who was the starter last year. Um, And then, after being beaten out by a transfer portal quarterback, went into the transfer portal. And Florida was a place that some had him pegged because Billy Napier has publicly said he'd like to add a transfer quarterback in the portal. But his old offensive coordinator from Notre Dame went to Alabama. And Alabama's Nick Saban recruited him out of high school. He went to Alabama. He apparently had other visits scheduled. He said, nope, I'm going to Bama. He announced it on Twitter today. So now, won't it be interesting to see – if Jalen Milrow or Ty Simpson will leave Alabama because they were vying for the quarterback job. And I don't know. I, I I can't make this determination, but I can guess. They both struggled in the spring game. So I think Saban said, uh-uh, that, this isn't going to work. I don't have the patience. I'm going to get somebody better. That's when he went out and did. Austin, hello.
15: Hey, Steve. How's it going? Good. Um, yeah, I'd like to uh, chime in on the Anthony Richardson uh, discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know I, I'm really proud of what he did here at Florida. Uh, I mean, granted it wasn't the best year, but um, you know, like you were saying earlier, local grown kid, you know Gainesville. Um, you know, I'm really proud of him moving into the draft, and uh, you know, I wish I wish him all the best there. But um, I wanted to kind of get your opinion. Like this may be looking me looking through orange and blue glasses, but I think in terms of overall, you know, talent and potential upside, I think Anthony Richardson is the best quarterback going into the draft
7: Mm. I don't know that I'd go that far, I I guess it depends on your specific wording I think from the people I have talked to, had on this show, the couple of scouts that I know uh, and a couple of people on teams that I know, in talking to all of them about Richardson, they think he has the biggest upside, and also some of them think he has the biggest potential for downfall. Uh-huh. Because and and one even put boom or bust to me.
0: Uh-huh.
7: I'm not sure I go that far, but we we all saw what the kid did, you know, in terms of uh-huh. his numbers and in the workouts and you know, Pro Day and all of that. And those are wonderful things. Mm -hmm. But I think he would tell you, and he told me the same thing when I interviewed him at Pro Day, that, you know, he's got to prove it. He's got to go out there and prove his critics wrong, and we'll see if he gets that chance right away or he goes to a team where he sits for a year and waits.
15: Right. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm just, I agree. I mean, you know, Like you said, he's got great upside, but he hasn't necessarily shown it. But, you know, I hope an NFL team will give him a shot and he'll have a great NFL career. Thank you, Steve. Okay.
7: Austin, appreciate you. Thank you. John, welcome to Sports Scene.
15: Yes, good afternoon, Steve. Um, You're talking about Florida football, you know, whether, you know, what record they have as a success or a failure. I saw a uh, preseason prediction of all the SEC teams, and they had uh, Florida at five assists. Seven, beaten Missouri, Arkansas, and Vandy in the in the in the uh, in the conference. So, asking you, and I'm me asking you, where where does that put Florida if they go five and seven?
7: That puts Florida with a fan base that will go apoplectic, uh, and it will put a coach on a very hot seat going into year three.
15: Right, I. That's why I agree. That's why I wanted to get your perception of it, you know. And uh, so, I mean, I mean, I know you don't know this, but where where are we as far as anymore? I, he said, Napier said he was going to look for another quarterback in the portal. Is there anything that's been chimed about? I mean, I know that the Notre Dame coach or Notre Dame quarterback was trying to transfer. I don't even know what what's going on with he, those. I
7: just he just went to Alabama. I got I got you.
15: Yep. All right, man. I just want to get your take on it. Thanks okay.
7: Yep. Thank you, John. 3928255. You can email uh, srussell at WRUF.com. Um, this is very interesting to me. Uh I really invite you to read the entire story on ESPN dot com. About forty one percent of male. College athletes, in a survey, said they'd been told about an incident of sexual assault or domestic violence, but they were largely unaware of their school's procedures on what to do next, and many mistrusted school and law enforcement officials to handle an investigation. Think of that. The study is by the Sexual Assault Prevention Group, It's On Us. They surveyed over 700 male athletes from nine schools, and it ranged from Division One to smaller colleges. Clemson was the only school included from a Power Five conference. And it said, according to the study, quote, the majority of the athletes we spoke with had minimal awareness of their institutions policies procedures and resources for survivors and many didn't know who their title line coordinator was this lack of awareness was a barrier for athletes who desired more direction and resources when ex- when experiencing a disclosure hmm. so the study found male athletes found existing campus sexual assault prevention programs to be boring not reflective of their campus culture and unengaging. Training programs were often given online, which participants said were ineffective because the athletes could easily click through them without paying attention to the content. Wow. Wow. That's pretty interesting. There's a lot more To this story as well. I invite you to read it, uh, ESPN.com. 3928255, just tuning in today. Where do you think Anthony Richardson will be drafted tonight and by whom? Dale asked about next year's Gator success, competitive bowl game, no off field scandals, beat two between Georgia, Tennessee, LSU, and FSU. And no embarrassing losses. Okay. Vince, love AR, hope he gets drafted highly for me. Been so much coverage of the draft and prospects for a couple of months now, not a lot left to say. That's true. That's why I made it simple today. Who takes him? Where is he drafted? There's there's no uh, you know, big deal to this. But he's ready to see the draft actually take place and find out what happens. For next season to be a success. Over 500 and win the games we typically should. If we can add an upset in, I'd relish it. Interest wise, not a lot for me right now. I'm keeping up with Gator baseball, but that's about it. Thanks for the show. Vince, I appreciate you uh, participating in it. Uh, Steven says Do you think the Jets will draft an offensive lineman in the first round? Yes, yes. And yes, why? you got to protect the dude you just got. If he's on his back or he's injured, oh my. To quote Mick Hubert, oh my. Uh, yeah, I think they're going to. Now, the only way I think that would change is if there's trades made and some dynamic offensive player is there they didn't think that was going to be there. But I would be stunned if they don't take an offensive lineman in the first round, I, d- I just think that's smart. And wasn't it an interesting that Rodgers walked into the Jets facility? Somebody asked me yesterday you know, what my thought was about Rodgers. He is going to participate in a lot of their OTAs. And he looked at the Super Bowl trophy and said, That looks a little lonely over there. I loved it as a Jets fan. Loved it. You don't hear swagger like that from the Jets because they suck most of the time. And I get it. But it's just so much fun to hear that from a guy who's got swagger. Can he translate that? Can the Jets follow that? That's going to be intriguing to me because remember... They had Brett Favre, and that didn't work out. They were better under Favre, but it didn't work out, I think, the way most people wanted it to. 1244 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
9: Good afternoon, I'm Matt Cotteraro. Tonight is finally the night in Kansas City as day one of the NFL draft kicks off with round one. The Carolina Panthers have the first pick, but who will they pick is still up in the air. You can tune in to coverage of tonight's draft right here starting at 7 o'clock. On the diamond, the Tampa Bay Rays hope to bounce back after a series loss to the Astros as they open a four-game set with the Chicago White Sox. It's just a second series loss for the Rays on the season who have quickly jumped out front of the AL East. Shane McClanahan will get the start tonight in game one for Tampa Bay. Gators gymnast Kayla DiCello has announced that she will take a gap year to pursue her goal of competing in the 2024 Olympics. The talented freshman also mentioned she plans on returning to the Gators in 2025. to Gainesville Sports Center I'm Matt Cotterara. ESPN 98.1
0: FM 850 AM WRUF
7: Southeast Car Agency at 310 Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville is a great place to buy a car. It's not a good place to buy a new car because they don't have any of them, never have, in 40-plus years. Southeast Car Agency was one of the first places to offer just late-model, low-mileage vehicles. That's it. They've specialized in that since opening their doors. And that's why thousands and thousands of people have purchased vehicles from there over the 40-plus years. The Cousins family has run that business, including yours truly, who's driving one of them now. Go online, secars.com. You'll see the selection. And speaking of that, they really do a great job of bringing to their place a wide selection of vehicles for you to choose from. Different price points, different makes, models. You get the best and widest selection of vehicles to choose from. You can also check them out in person, test drive them, their sales staff there. Happy to answer any questions you might have. When you go see them in person, You know what to do. Tell them Sports Scene sent you to Southeast Car Agency. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Here's a story I've heard too many times. You need your car looked at, so you take it to the dealership or some chain store, and guess what? They're backed up, understaffed, and woefully unorganized. You just know if you leave your car there, it'll be days before you see it again. You don't need that kind of mess in your life. Dave Mays Automotive is fully staffed. They have five ASE certified mechanics on hand. There's no wait time and they'll even give you a loaner car if you need it. Now that's service. And that's why I and so many others have been trusting Dave Mays Automotive since 1975. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road, online at Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of
16: them
7: bugs, out of your
16: car.
3: Big news at Electronics World Electronics World is now under new ownership. Hi, this is Tom Collette. EW is still locally owned and operated, still giving you big box prices with personal service. Our new ownership group is dedicated to providing you the ultimate customer experience, while guiding you through all the latest smart home automation and entertainment products and services. Come visit our 5,000 square foot showroom and design center in Gainesville today, or online at electronicsworld.net.
4: Hey, thanks for coming to
3: my car warming party.
4: I didn't know you were actually having it in the car. Well, with Radiant Credit Union's flash sale, I had to move fast to get this amazing low rate on my auto loan. It only lasts until May 1st, so I had to plan quickly. Chips are in the glove compartment, drinks in
5: the cup holder.
2: Radiant Credit Union's flash sale is on now. Get a crazy low rate on an auto loan, but hurry, this promotion ends May 1st. Hi, Nancy. Hey, Tom. We brought you an air freshener. Visit radiantcu.org slash flash sale. Federally insured by NCUA. Hi, can I take your order? Uh, yeah. Can I get one order of the Florida Sweet Corn Ricotta Fritters? Um, sorry, that's not on our menu. Okay. Well, just one Florida blueberry cobbler, then. <laughs> Where are you seeing these? Um, followfreshfromflorida.com. Followfreshfromflorida.com has easy recipes for in-season local produce. That's amazing. Right? On second thought, no fast food for me today. Find seasonal recipes made with Florida ingredients at followfreshfromflorida.com. <laughs>
0: We are your home for Florida Gators softball. We are ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports
3: Scene with Steve Russell. Right here on ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
7: You know, one of the things that I think is interesting that ESPN's doing right now, um, they're giving some statistics on the the players looking to be drafted highly. Here's one that blew me away. Tennessee's Hendon Hooker. He's been almost an afterthought in this draft. And I think he is the steal of the draft at the quarterback position, potentially. I really do. At Tennessee last year, I think it's just last year, but it may be career-wise, when he was blitzed, when they blitzed Hendon Hooker, he had 42 touchdown passes and two picks. Let me say that again. When they blitzed Hendon Hooker, 42 touchdowns, Two picks. It's pretty impressive. Tampa Mike says, AR's NFL success largely depends on the system he's drafted in, how hard he works on his craft to keep improving. I agree. I think he's a better passer than Lamar Jackson and as good as Cam Newton, equal to both of them running. The mental processing remains TBD. But both Cam and Lamar were are successful, so I could see him having moderate to high success if in the right situation i also be convinced of the opposite. I think he's worth the chance. He thinks number two or number four if Houston passes uh, on him. Peyton, this is interesting. Zach, did you play uh, Little League baseball at all? I did. You did? did? Okay. A Little League in New Jersey has made a rule. If a parent gets belligerent, and is thrown out they're banned until they umpire three games in order to get the ban lifted and he says what do you think pretty interesting pretty interesting now wouldn't it be funny if they adopted that so the parent that's squawking right goes behind the plate and now gets squawked at because can you imagine so one day, you're the parent complaining about something in the Little League game. The next game, you're behind the plate or wherever. Now, maybe they wouldn't make you go behind the plate. That would probably be smart. You umpire at on the base, which much less controversy. But let's just say you had to go behind the plate. Wow. That'd be kind of interesting. Um, I kind of like that, Peyton, actually. And I guess, you know, what does belligerent mean? Thrown out? If it's thrown out? But I don't know how you could enforce that. But I guess if you're saying that a league is going to ban you from going to a game, I guess to get back in the good graces is what you'd have to do. BB says, uh, on the football season, McNeese State, Charlotte, perhaps Vandy should be likely wins. Other games against improving and good teams are 50-50 at best. So going a couple of games above 500 would be a good season, with three above it, exceptional. Uh, He says, I don't think the baseball or softball team not reaching the World Series or even the Super Regional makes them a failure. Back to my earlier comment today. It would be disappointing, but other teams are recruiting and coaching well, also are hungry to win, as are Gators. Um, For Anthony Richardson, uh, uh, number three is where he thinks he'll be drafted, if I read this right. And then I'm going to read an email uh, from Lee, and I don't know where this is stemming from. I don't think it's anything here, but I'll read what I can because it's really long. He says, I'm tired of hearing the blame for a shrinking fan base going to negative podcasters and negative fans. I don't know who is blaming them, but on the surface of it, He says it's ridiculous. Unless the media is reflective of constantly twisting and turning to put a positive spin on things, then they are the problem. In the last 15 years, we failed to win any SEC titles. No Natty since 08. Three fired coaches. During the last year, lost to Vandy and Kentucky and all of our rivals. Uh, Lost, uh, including a blowout to Oregon State in the bowl. All that was accomplished with a predictably boring offense that misused talent in the hopes that we rebuild, followed a blueprint that's never worked at Florida. There are zero things that point to this working out. The recruiting class was good, not great, lost on several top targets, NIL was embarrassing. He's not followed a blueprint, I'm assuming Napier, that's worked for winning at UF or put butts in the seats like Ole Miss and Tennessee. Okay, let me stop you there. I'll read the rest of it. Interesting concept, okay? Not followed a blueprint that's worked for winning at UF or put butts in the seats like Ole Miss and Tennessee. What was the blueprint for winning? Remember, the blueprint for winning included Tim Tebow, Chris Leak, Danny Warfel, and Spurrier had some other quarterbacks like a Noah Brindice that was not obviously an NFL guy, but my buddy was certainly good. Doug Johnson played in the league. So, and you had Anthony Richardson who's going to be in the league too. But I guess that is where, and I want to get your thoughts in the second hour on this, there's this perceived formula. Specifically, I'd like to know what that formula is. My formula is talent. And those teams had great talent. Now we can argue that the the college talent that went to the NFL didn't always pan out in the NFL. Tim Tebow wasn't great in the NFL, right? Danny Warfel wasn't great in the NFL. So, anyway, I'll continue and finish this here. Um, Florida stubbornly clung to an offense, a pistol offense using two tight ends and a bunch and bunch sets, predictable play calling that allowed teams like the likes of Vanderbilt to tee off on us. Zero halftime adjustments, defense historically bad under two different coaches. May I add and a YouTube or podcast that calls any of that out is the problem. Who's saying it is? That's what I don't understand. Who, who's saying that? Gator fans not being patient is the problem. These podcasters and half the fans heard the same story during Must Champ, McIlwain and Mullen. You aren't patient, you whine too much, you're causing negativity around the program, while the rest of us were yelling this isn't working. Well, it's easy to say it's not working when it doesn't work. And it's easy to say it's working when it does. Isn't it? And he says, and guess who was right? The negative fans and podcasters, not the sunshine pumpers and UAA lackeys. We were right all along. We were right. Stop blaming the fans and media for telling it like it is. So, thank you, Lee, for that. If you have a comment about what Lee just wrote, because I I mean I really do, and I and I'm not saying this in a negative way or a bad way, but I guess I don't understand who here. Right? Who's blaming podcasters? Who's blaming I don't know who the who is. My only thing with fans is that and remember I've done the postgame show here for 25 seasons of Gator football. So I've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I will tell you that 2009, when Florida was unbeaten before losing in the SEC championship game, fans were negative. They weren't winning by enough. Two coaches on that team told me it was one of the worst coaching years they ever had because the expectation of the fan base was just crazy. Hour two coming up. Stay with us. ESPN, one FM, 850 AM, WYUF.
0: u 251 CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
2: Mike Lester, as the founder of Talon Wealth, you are a fee only fiduciary financial advisor, and you always have a glass half full perspective. But the economic news is discouraging a lot of us.
17: Certainly, I think it's going to be tough. We're going to have a retraction in the economy. That's natural. Things aren't always good, they aren't always bad but there are far too many advisors telling people to hang in there. There are far too many advisors using scare tactics Mm -hmm. to sell things that, in my opinion, I wouldn't sell my mother. An annuity. Hmm. If they took the time to show you all of your other investment options, I don't think you would choose an annuity. Do a deep dive on your investments and what's likely to happen. You'll be more confident moving forward. And that's what we do in our comprehensive financial plan.
2: And Talon is happy to do that complimentary. 352-751-3200. 352-751-3200. Or guardingyournestegg.com. Talon
14: Private Wealth LLC. Investing in stock markets involves the risk of loss, and there is no guarantee that all or any capital invested will be repaid. as performance is not a guarantee of future results or a license number D056341
17: it's good to be able to make a change. To never feel stuck. That's why at Cox we're making a change too. Now Cox Internet plans are flexible. So you can choose to just go with Internet, add TV tomorrow, or home automation down the line. It's easier than ever to get just what you want and nothing you don't. Flexible plans from Cox. Change anytime. No commitments, no penalties. See for yourself at cox.com internet. Additional services can be added at then-current regular rates. All services subject to residential customer service agreement and acceptable use policy. Restrictions apply.
4: Florida is kayaking country. Kayaks are a great vessel for exploring the state's beautiful waterways, but it's important to be prepared for the journey, regardless of your experience level. Get your boater education and learn about you and your craft's abilities. It'll help you have a safer, more enjoyable time on the water. Before you go, know your limits and always wear your life jacket. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation
0: Commission at myfwc.com. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF.
7: Welcome into Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Thursday. Zach producing it today. Thanks for taking time out of your busy day to join us. We are in that time of the year. Spring ball is over. And we're going to start getting into May. It's going to be a long drive spell. That way every year. Um, Tomorrow, we have two guests. Steve Beezer, the Missouri baseball coach, will join us live tomorrow. Talk about his Tigers getting set to play Florida. Hopefully, with the weather being the way it is. And then... If you watch WWE and you have seen over the years Brian Saxton, first he was at the announcer desk, now he's doing interviews. Uh, He's one of us, and uh, he'll join us tomorrow, reminisce a little bit about his time here and how he got into WWE. He'll be here tomorrow. We're also trying to get uh, the Ole Miss softball coach because they're playing Florida here over the weekend, but... They've not gotten back to us, so uh, we hope that they will sometime today. The draft is tonight. If you can't watch it, we got it right here, live at 7 o'clock. And I've been asking this about Anthony Richardson. Who do you think drafts him? What number does he go? I think Seattle should be the team he goes to. Look, I don't I don't know when I interviewed AR at Pro Day, I didn't directly ask him this because I think the answer is obvious. You know, do you want to play right away? Of course you do. No, I don't want to play right away. I mean are you, yeah. But I don't know if that would be good for him. I'm sure he'd like to prove his critics wrong and try to play right away, all that said. But just to me, Seattle is the place, you go there, you sit behind Geno Smith, who by the way was a Jets draft way back when, and maybe get some plays put in for him, he can run to help. We'll see. Uh, Alright. That'll be our hour. And then this. Gator baseball is still projected to be a top eight national seat. If Florida in baseball doesn't make it to Omaha. Would you deem the season, the would you deem the season a failure? Talk about that too. David, welcome.
12: Hey Steve, yeah, well, let's start with your last question about Gator baseball. Yes, I would consider it a failure. Going into the season, Uh, We thought pitching was going to be a strength for us. Lately, that hasn't been the case. So If we don't make it to Omaha, yeah, I I do think that would be a failure for this particular team because uh, I think they have a ton of talent. But what I called about, Steve, was uh, Richardson and the draft. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't follow the draft enough to know where he should go or anything, but I've heard you say many times, and I've heard others say many times, that the NFL draft's on potential. And this young uh, athlete definitely has potential. I mean, he's, he's a tremendous athlete. But I think one of the things that there seems to be this perception that if you don't believe he's going to be a good quarterback in the NFL, you're anti-Anthony Richardson as a person. And that could not be further from the truth. For many of us who had such high expectations for him and Gator football that he never lived up to. And, you know, I listen to people like Shane Matthews, who has been around a few NFL quarterbacks, and he does not have any uh, expectations that Anthony Richardson is ever going to be a great quarterback in the NFL. And let's hope he's wrong. I hope Anthony Richardson has a long career. Um, but, you know, right now he's not a polished passer. He can't even complete a screen pass. I mean, look at the FSU game. And he's not really a great runner, Steve, not on design runs. Now, if he gets a breakaway run, he is tremendous. But on design runs last year, if you watched him, he looked a little timid from time to time. What are your thoughts?
7: A lot in that package. Let me, let me start with the running. Um, I think he was hurt some last year. That's why he was, in my opinion, at times tentative, because he didn't want to get hurt further than what he was. I know that for a fact. Uh, And I think the the running system that Napier employed versus what Mullen employed was different. I think the running scheme under Mullen much better fitted Richardson's running ability than Billy Napier's did. That's just one person's opinion.
12: let me ask you this, Steve. Now, I heard him talking about they were interviewing him and they were talking about how confident he is going into the draft, obviously he's going to do well. But when you talk, I can remember last year before the season, and they were talking about what a different Anthony Richardson was from the previous year and his confidence. But two or three games into the year, he was hanging his head, and there was questions about his confidence. Now, when if, if, if you have the kind of talent that that guy has, and maybe it goes back to what you're saying about him being hurt, as could be. Um, but he did not seem all that terribly confident to me last year, Steve.
7: I don't think he was unconfident. I think he was tentative at times. And again, only he knows the extent of what you know how how much his injury affected him. Tentative, I would say yes. I don't know if he was not confident. Do I think he was tentative sometimes in what he did? Yes, I think that.
12: Well, I mean, there's no doubt that young man has all the talent in the world. I wish him the best. have a great day sir. yep
7: david thank you if anybody i'm gonna i'm gonna just say this if anybody disagrees with me, you know where to find me okay Let's go back to one Emery Jones, and I reached out to Dan Mullen to see if he would come on and talk about AR and didn't get a response. And normally he's pretty responsive. But I can understand perhaps why he didn't want to delve into that. But remember, it wasn't that long ago, when Emory Jones was quarterbacking and we saw glimpses of Anthony Richardson, I know, because I sat here and did it, How many of you called and were telling me that Richardson was going to win the Heisman Trophy, Richardson was the next Tim Tebow, all of that? If anybody wants to dispute that, feel free. But you can't because that was the case. I'm not saying every single person felt that way, but I'm saying the vast, vast majority of people who took the time to call Sports Scene or email the show, I got that all the time. Where's Anthony Ray? Where's his play? He's going to win. I got that all the time. Why? Because we saw the flashes. We saw the big play capability. But that turned. (sniffs) Like that. Because we didn't see it. For whatever the reason, on a more consistent basis. And I understand that. I understand that. AR has been, I'll use this word, a bit of an enigma here because he has shown that potential, but it never came to direct fruition. Uh, Andrew says I think AR falls uh, a shock factor pick. I'm thinking Vikings or New England. He goes to somebody who has a quarterback already, and he thinks somebody will trade up for him. Tony says he hopes the Jags go offensive line or defensive line tonight. He had to see where Cam Robinson may be suspended because of PED. Uh, Yeah. Uh, And he he said that even before he was busted for that. He said, (laughs) I'll be asleep by the time they pick. Good feeling not being in the top five. And you know what? If you're a Jags fan, I get it, right? You don't want to be in the top five because that means you've had a decent year. Uh, He thinks AR goes 10th or 12th. 10, 11, 12, somewhere in there. Uh, John says not making it to Omaha will not be a seasonal failure. Not making it to a super regional, yes, a seasonal failure. Uh, William? What Gator baseball players will be drafted in 2023 and 2024 in the first five rounds? Good God. Um, Well, I, I, I'll tell you who's made himself a lot of money. It's Josh Rivera. He's made himself a lot of money. Waldrop's going to be drafted high. Uh, Lankford's going to be drafted high. Sproat's going to be drafted high. Uh, I think Caglione, if he keeps it up, will be drafted after his season next year. Those come to mind right away as guys who will be drafted in that area d welcome to the show
18: hey, how you doing steve good uh nba playoffs man um man it's 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 so good steve man i i can't remember um uh, a year where there's just so many you know upsets and uh you know you got to give the miami heat a lot of credit steve i mean they just didn't beat milwaukee steve they whipped them they whipped them for five games they out-coached them. Uh, you know, Miami's role player stepped up, but Jimmy Butler, man, he is, uh, he's, he's a bad boy, Steve. I mean, he, he literally single-handedly beat Milwaukee and they, they seemingly had no adjustments, man. I, I, I can't think of, uh, you know, Coach Bootenholzer is a good coach, but man, he, he got spanked this series, man. And, uh, he, like he was in quicksand with his adjustments or lack thereof. And, you know, Spolster took him to the woodshed. So, uh, you, you gotta, um, you got to credit the Miami Heat, man. They, they played play Milwaukee like four times over the last four years, and I I think they've beaten them three times now. So it's obviously they don't fear them, and man, they are they are dangerous as long as Jimmy Butler is, is playing at this level.
7: I was shocked at this, and I don't I don't have it in front of me, but you know the Heat didn't play great down the stretch either. No, so you know they did not have a ton of momentum coming into this. Uh, so, I mean, you look at Butler, 35-25-30, 56-42. That's pretty good.
18: Yep. So uh, so that's one. And then I, I told you, Steve, uh, I think it was Monday when Sacramento lost that game four. I go, that was their chance mm-hmm. to, uh, to, 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 to nail down uh, the Warriors and kind of, you know, put them on the ropes, but now Golden State's going, winning their last night and beat them. And, uh, you know, I think that series is over, man. I, I don't think Sacramento's going to come to Golden State and beat them. So, you know, that that, that, that was uh, – when you got a chance to knock the champion out, you got to do it. But like I said, man, these young NBA teams, man, it's uh, sometimes you got to go through the pain the first couple years in the playoffs uh, to get to the glory. So Sacramento's definitely uh up-and-coming team. But uh, I, I think facing this veteran warrior – experienced championship squad is just too much.
7: You know, sometimes you have to go through a little adversity. You know, it was great for Sacramento. They hadn't been to playoffs in forever you know, to get them there. But they had them on the ropes. You're right. And if they don't complete the task, that'll be, dis- that'll be a disappointment to their fans. I think they felt, you know, they were happy to get to the playoffs. But up 2-0, you think, you know, yeah. But Golden State, funny group. You know, they, sometimes they look dysfunctional. I mean, they really do. But then they all of a sudden get it together. It's an odd, you know, it's a group that with its core has gone through a lot, won championships, and that goes a long way to me.
18: Yep, you got, you got to beat the champion, and uh, they're the chances, to You knock them out. But uh, one more thing, Steve, Nixon, man, uh, how many times do you think we're going to see the uh, Van Gundy, hanging on Alonzo
7: Mourning's uh, leg uh, this coming <laughs> week. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it, I just hope, I, what I really hope is Randall's going to be okay. That, yeah. that I mean, I, I just want to see the Knicks play at full tilt. And I don't know enough about Cleveland. Uh, give them credit for the year that they had. Uh, and I'm, as a Knicks fan, I'm really happy because they're playing really good basketball now. But Cleveland, too, I thought had a chance to beat the Knicks. I I, I was not confident coming into this series. So uh, whether it's the Knicks played better than I thought or the Cavs didn't play as well as I thought they would, happy for my Knicks.
1: Yep. Be good, Steve.
7: Appreciate you, D. Thank you. Wow, an NBA call. Uh, 117, time check brought to you by Hayes Jillery, ESPN, one FM, 850 AM, WYUF. <laughs>
9: Good afternoon, I'm Matt Cotararo. Tonight is finally the night in Kansas City as day one of the NFL draft kicks off with round one. The Carolina Panthers have the first pick, but who they will pick is still up in the air. You can tune into coverage of tonight's draft right here starting at 7 o'clock. The Tampa Bay Lightning look to live another day as they travel to Toronto for game five of their first round series against the Maple Leafs. After winning game one in dominant fashion, the Bolts have dropped three straight and are facing elimination tonight. Gators gymnast Kayla DiCello has announced that she will take a gap year to pursue her goal of competing in the 2024 Olympics. The talented freshman had a great year, but also mentioned she does plan on returning to the Gators in 2025. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matt Quartararo. ESPN 98.1
0: FM,
14: 850 AM WRUF. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process especially since you're always growing and changing. But deepening your self-awareness is the key to a happier, more fulfilled life. Therapy is all about that process of self-discovery, because sometimes you don't know what you really want until you talk things through. BetterHelp offers convenient online therapy on your schedule. It's the same professional service you'd get from an in-person therapist, but with the option to communicate when and how you want, by chat, phone, or video call. Plus, getting started is easy. Just go to their site and fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. If you don't find the right match the first time, don't worry, you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Start on your own journey of self-discovery with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com ufirst today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com ufirst At QC Kinetics, we have
10: story after story of patients freed from agonizing pain through amazing regenerative treatments. But this one, well, it's extra special. My father, who is... 70 years old
4: had both of his knees worn out he went to an orthopedic surgeon who said you need both of your knees operated on we can book you for next week
10: but dr. Daniel Suckerman, a QC Kinetics medical director knew he had other options I had him come to QC Kinetics we treated both
4: of his knees using our protocols with regenerative medicine within a few months he was back to walking a few months later he was at the gym exercising three times a week
10: he can keep up with our three and a half year old little girl no surgery no complicated rehab or downtime. It's completely life-changing for them. You have options too. Before they whisk you away to surgery, slow down. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation.
3: Call QC Kinetics 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550
0: That's 802-341-4542. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
7: Prime time. Prime time. What are you doing, Coach Prime? One of his, one of the like three thousand four hundred and twenty players that exited the portal, uh, or went into the portal from his uh, team, said that Colorado would not let him access his tape so he could show it to other schools. Prime time. Come on now. you're kidding. And it's interesting he said Zachary Courtney is the kid is a tight end. He tweeted out he was told he was told to transfer like get out but doesn't have access to his old practice film to show potential new programs because the head coach won't allow it. Jim Mora, been around the block, tweeted, any coach that won't allow a transfer to access film or to access film is operating from a place of complete paranoia. You really believe an opponent can gather info from random clips? Part of the job of a college coach is to advocate for your student athletes, current and past. Prime time, he got bunked, and he got punked by Jim Mora. You know what? Jim Moore is right. Jim Mora is absolutely right. Speaking of the prime time, they had uh, on ESPN the other night uh, one of their. Uh, Great series. And it was when Dion was playing at the same time, you know, for the Braves and playing in the NFL. Well, you know, we forget sometimes. Now, granted, this was done at about the same time. But I can remember Dave DeBuscher, who played for my Knicks, who was also a uh, big league pitcher. And I did not know this at the time. Uh, Dick Grote, I remember him as a kid, uh, was the 1960 National League Most Valuable Player playing for the Pittsburgh Pirates when they won the series over the Yankees in 1960. Um, Just passed away at the age of 92. But he also went to Duke and played basketball and he was an All-American in baseball and basketball at Duke. And I did not know this. I have been to Cameron Indoor. I went there when I was doing women's basketball games. His number 10 jersey hangs there. I did not know that. Um. And he then signed with the Pirates, drafted by the Pistons. So... He did uh, get a chance to play, but not for very long because he focused uh, specifically on baseball and, uh, again, won the MVP in 1960 and played 15 years in the big leagues. And he's going to be inducted into the Pirates uh, Hall of Fame here very soon. He was a tremendous. I mean, he was one of those, you know, remember, Dick Rowe was not a guy like Cal Ripken. Or shortstops now. The the shortstops back then didn't hit a lot of home runs, but he hit for average uh, and was a terrific player. So he passes away at the age of 92. Uh, Let's see here. Patrick says the NBA playoffs are getting exciting now. D, if you're still listening, he thinks I should have you on for 15 minutes So they can call and ask questions about the NBA. You can call and ask questions about the NBA now. But nobody ever does. Nobody ever does. And he thinks Richards is going to be a top four pick. Okay? We'll see if he is. That was part of my question uh, today. Bill, this is becoming a theme lately. What's wrong with the Gators softball team? Why can't they pitch? Florida lost uh, to Tennessee. Now lost to Florida State. Is the season going down the tubes? No. It's not. But, but, is there cause for concern? Yes. Florida's ERA in softball, in SEC games, is 5.66. That's the next to last figure in the league. Florida hits 268. Which is the fourth best? So they can hit it, but they're having trouble pitching it. And that's been their issue. And by the way, uh, softball with Ole Miss, you look at Ole Miss, and overall, you know, if, if you look at overall, Florida is second in the SEC, hitting 326. Ole Miss hits 278. And then pitching wise, Florida is next to last, again, in the SEC, 3.54. Ole Miss is 2.51. So, interesting contrast with those two teams. This is a big series for Florida. Big series. Tennessee is probably going to win the league. They're 16-2. and Georgia's 15-5. and But if you look at Florida, Right now, Florida is tied for eighth in the league. Georgia's fifteen and five. Arkansas is eleven and seven. As is Auburn. LSU and Alabama are ten and eight. A&M's ten and 10 and 11 And Florida and Kentucky are both eight and ten. Ole Miss is six and twelve. And the hottest team in the league, Tennessee. They've won eight in a row. Georgia's won six in a row, and believe it or not, Missouri, who's just four and fourteen in the league, has won five in a row. You can't ever tell. That's why when baseball plays Missouri, you know, you look at what Missouri's done in baseball. They won last night, but again, if you look at the SEC standings, they're five and thirteen in the league, and they're only seven and twelve away from home. And uh, they're twenty four and sixteen overall. Let's get to uh, Daryl's call. Daryl, hi. Hey,
16: Steve. How you doing? Good. I want to discuss this uh, coach Prime, you know, situation. It's starting to kind of like take a little while. I mean, take a little fire now. And but when he went into that first day meeting the team, didn't he not state there's going to be some changes around here? Some of you guys aren't going to be here. I mean, that's I, that's I not heard. the
7: issue. That's not the issue, well, Daryl. The issue is not not allowing us players to access the tape. That, that's the issue.
16: That's one kid. That's one kid.
7: I don't care. One kid's too many.
16: But how do we know that that's true, though? We he was taking this. how do you let all the other kids get their tape?
7: We don't know that that's true either.
16: So, uh, so we putting stuff out. We don't know the truth. Well, because there's, there's only one. Well, kid but you're
7: here. willing to accept Deion Sanders, but not the kid.
16: No, no, what I'm saying is no. I that's what that's what you're
7: kid. saying. I'm saying the kid tweeted out that he was right. not allowed to get the tape, and then okay. Deion Sanders had to go do damage control by being on a couple of shows to try and explain right. what that was. Yeah, okay. he did say there's going to be changes. No question, that was said. Right. That's a fact.
16: Right, right. But how does it? Well, apparently there's a, maybe a whole about 30 kids that transferred, right? But there's only one kid saying I didn't get my tape for right now. Well, but it doesn't yeah, mean that –
7: you're right, but it doesn't mean others didn't say anything. We don't know that. Right. Right. We don't. But, again, no, it's no, one no. kid too many. Because if, if that kid if, – if what that kid is saying is true, then right. you give me a good reason for not allowing a coach to to give the kid tape. Okay. But can I just, you can you I, give me my one?
16: My problem with it is – my problem with it is if you have maybe five kids saying this, I can say, well, wow. but if you got one out of 30 – if it's just this one, that's that's the problem I, I have with it. You know, if, you know we got a, a bunch of kids and kids, you know, whatever, you know, the number, we have one out of 30. Just say if that's it. If that's true, just one out of 30. Is this kid may not be chosen, I don't know. But anyway, he did say he had a 111 football team. There's a lot of kids that was here on this program here in Gainesville. Coach Naper didn't keep around. He didn't publicize it, but he didn't want them around here.
7: Well, I'll just tell you the latest because Adam Rittenberg – from ESPN did a follow-up to this, okay? Okay. Two players told ESPN that they were not provided film. Not just okay. one, two, okay? And the film had been requested by coaches. In other words, the players enter the portal, the coach sees that player, can I get tape on that player? No, you can't. Okay. Now, Colorado has responded to this by saying that, they will be granted that, so there is some truth to this.
16: Okay. All right. Well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm I'm just gonna keep it right there in it. I appreciate it, but I don't know. I think we're right now. Every move Deion Sanders makes now is gonna be highlighted. Maybe because he puts himself in the media a lot. He does. But it, it's gonna be every move he making. I don't think he's doing anything different than any other brand new football coach when he's he's got a three year window maybe to get this thing turned around. So that's basically what you have these days. It's three years to get thing. Right now, if Coach Napier doesn't get it around here. In a couple, of years, in a couple of years, he's going to be on the you know, well.
7: But, but, I'll, but, Darrell, I'll just say this, okay? When you run your mouth, when right. you do what Deion Sanders does, then then don't then you can't hide from what you do. That, right. That's his personality, and I think it's great. Right. It's great for the sport, but you got to live with it. You got to own it. Right. He's going to bring I scrutiny on himself because of what he's doing. Right. He sure he is, but you got to own that.
16: I, I think he's. I don't think he's. he's I don't think he's going to run away from it. So, but anyway, I just think we just you know it's just. I don't know. I'm good though. Appreciate okay.
7: it. <laughs> okay, thank you, Daryl. One thirty-three time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, ninety-eight FM, eight fifty AM, WRUF.
0: Anchor in the soul of Gator Nation. And coming to you live from the second story of the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM,
16: 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Maury of Exceptional Dentistry listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at exceptional dentistry.
8: Then
6: I was going in to have chemo, and before we put in my port, I called and said, I need to come in because that's one of the things about being healthy, as to have healthy teeth and mouth and wanted to get uh, looked at before I went in. They worked me in right away, and I felt so much more confident about going into chemo and also having them back me up as my healthcare team and the family that's behind me and that Dr. Art called us and said, is there anything you need? And you just don't understand what that means until you go through it, that you've got people behind you, plus such a caring group of people that you can call at any time and say, I have a problem. This is
2: Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's
7: ExceptionalDentistry.com. If you're looking for the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, look no further than Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. Steve Russell here. I've been a customer of Southeast Car Agency for a long time. All the vehicles I've purchased have been great. They'll do the same for you. Go online, secars.com. You can check out the vehicles they have in stock. You can go see them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue. The Cousins families run this business for 40-plus successful years. That's Southeast Car Agency.
17: Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things for our planet. Get some reusable bags for the grocery store and recycle paper, bottles, and cans to make everyday Earth Day. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? In Italy, Mama is the cornerstone of the family. At Pomodoro
6: Cafe, they treat mama like a queen because she's the one who taught them how to prepare their fresh Italian classics. Like di mare. you've got to try Pomodoro Cafe's freshly baked focaccia bread. It's mama's secret recipe. Come celebrate Mother's Day with Pomodoro Cafe. Your mama gets their traditional Mother's Day rose and everyone enjoys Gainesville's favorite spot for outstanding Italian food. Make your reservation today.
7: Hey, it's Steve Russell talking to all you healthcare workers out there. Don't just dream about your family's next adventure. Make it a reality. My HealthCare Federal Credit Union has super low rates for new and used boats, RVs, campers, and power sport vehicles. If you already own one, refinance it now with rates as low as 5.99% APR. And you might qualify for a gas cart up to $100. We are My HealthCare Federal Credit Union, helping Florida health care workers and their families here in Gainesville. Visit myhcfcu.org to learn more.
0: From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update.
7: Warm and muggy today. Highs
2: climbing to the mid to upper 80s. And just like yesterday, we'll have an increasing chance for downpours and thunderstorms. Several batches pushing in from the west during the evening and into the start of the overnight. Like yesterday, damaging winds and large hail will be possible from the strongest storm cells. From the UF Weather Center, a meteorologist Megan Borowski.
7: Jay Will and Max. Key, tell me if you uh you or Max know what some of these acronyms mean like Gen Z slang. You ready? T N T L. T N T L. Trying Not To Laugh. Y-N-K. Y-N-K. Well,
19: you to... know, or something like that? No? I mean I don't <laughs> Key,
0: J, and Max. Weekday mornings at six right here on ESPN 981 FM 850 AM W-R-U-F. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gatorhead Football
8: Coach Billy Napier. You're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
7: Going to hop on this Deion Sanders train here a little bit. Obviously, the guy was a terrific athlete. No question. And he's proven to be a pretty good coach at this point. But I just, part of me wants to see him get knocked down a peg. And I don't, know, I don't really know why. Maybe it's just the way he's handled the whole situation at Colorado. It's obvious when you walk in the door, if you're primetime, and you see a team that's won one game, well, something's wrong. That's why you're hired in the first place. So, yeah, do you want to get your staff, your people – your kids, your players in, yes. Kind of a way to do that, though. So when they have a team meeting and he says, y'all better hop in the portal, hop in the portal, hop in the portal. If I'm on that team, I'm going to say, well, don't I get a chance to prove myself? Don't I get a chance to prove that I belong here? But you're guilty by association because you were part of that one-win team. What if you were in business and it happened that way? Supposing you were in a business that wasn't doing so great and a new CEO comes in and says, I want my people, see ya. And that happens. And, I mean, I, I don't know if they really, all I know is what's reported and there was more than one player that said he was having trouble. And now, give the school credit, they'll get access to whatever the, you know they need. And he's got some really good, at least on paper, some really good, a couple of kids from Florida State, I think, are transferring in. So he's got some talent coming in. But he will be scrutinized more than a Billy Napier will be scrutinized. If you don't agree with that, call me and tell me. But that's a no brainer to me. And I get it. Florida is in a better league. And Colorado hasn't exactly been any good recently. In fact, awful recently. But because of who primetime is and how he handles his business, he's going to be scrutinized more. And if he doesn't win, now look, he picked a great place. If he wins four games, that's a what percentage increase is that from one? If he happens to win six or seven games or eight games, he'd run for mayor in Boulder. I hope he does well. But, again, you when you bring attention to yourself, you've got to accept sometimes that that attention isn't always going to be good. Randy emails and he asks about Richardson and says, uh if you he has if I was a GM, would I pick him in the first round? Would he start for me? Yes, I'd pick him in the first round based on potential. Is there anybody I mean maybe Peyton Manning comes to mind that when he got drafted You could see his pedigree. You could see he's probably going to be pretty good. That was a pretty safe pick. But I'm going to go back to that 1998 draft. There was great debate whether Peyton Manning or Ryan Leaf should be taken first. Remember that? I do. Ryan Leaf, who ended up being obviously not very good. But what did he have? Six five, whatever the heck he was, you know, all the intent well right? It doesn't mean necessarily that you make it. Part of it's the team you're drafted by, who's coaching you, what's your system, you know, all that. Think about it. In this draft at the quarterback position, is the for example, does anybody did anybody in the first round think that the kid from Texas is not worthy of being a first-rounder, the Robinson kid. Everybody thinks, most everybody thinks, he's the best running back in the draft. There's no question about him. But there's questions about every quarterback that's going to be taken early here. Is Bryce Young too short? C.J. Stroud didn't do well on some test. Anthony Richardson doesn't have a lot of experience. Is not accurate. Will Levis isn't particularly accurate. So this is not about Anthony Richardson. This is about every quarterback in this draft with some kind of question. And that's why I keep coming back to a guy like Hendon Hooker. Look at his his numbers were insane at Texas, at, at Tennessee. Now, was that Josh Heupel? Was that the system that Heupel ran because that's very quarterback friendly? I said this earlier against the blitz at Tennessee. Again, when he was blitzed, Hannon Hooker, 42 touchdowns, two interceptions. That's ungodly. That says a lot about a quarterback to me. 144, time check brought to you by Hayes Shillery. Final segment coming up ESPN 98 1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. <laughs>
9: Good afternoon, I'm Matt Cotteraro. Round one of the NFL draft kicks off tonight with 11 former Gators hoping to hear their name called over the course of the weekend. The Carolina Panthers have the first pick, but it's still unclear which name Roger Goodell will read first. You can tune in to coverage of tonight's portion of the draft right here starting at 7 o'clock. The Tampa Bay Lightning look to live another day as they travel to Toronto for game five of their first round series against the Maple Leafs. After winning game one in dominant fashion, the Bolts have dropped three straight and are facing elimination tonight. Gators gymnast Kayla DiCello has announced she will take a gap year to pursue her goal of competing in the 2024 Olympics. The talented freshman also mentioned that she plans on returning to the O Dome in 2025. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matt Quadraro.
0: FM, 850 AM WRUF.
3: This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-898-6155 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call this for your free quick quote today. 800 898 That's 800 What do you have to lose? Call 800 Again, 800
2: The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. The Social has 60 huge flat-screen TVs, so you won't miss one second of the action. And every night, they have different specials. But you don't need to wait for nighttime to head to The Social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock. Check out their delicious menu at thesocialgnv.com and follow them on social media to see the latest specials. Come get Social at The Social at Midtown
0: That's 802-341-4542.
13: Five eight seven nine eight zero now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-758-7980. That's 800-758-7980. What do you have to lose? Call 800 758 Seven nine eight zero. Again, 800-758-7980. From the diamond
0: to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gator. This is Gators head baseball coach Kevin O'Sullivan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell
3: right here on ESPN 98, 1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF,
7: and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Thank you, Sully. We get the home stretch today here of Sports Scene. David starts us off on the phones. David, hi.
20: Yeah, hey, Steve. Uh, Interesting you mentioned the uh, Ryan Leaf and Peyton um, I've often wondered, uh, did the Colts get lucky? Uh, you know, were they going to take Leaf? You know, if they had the first pick, or did they get lucky? And, the, and who was uh, San Diego that drafted him, uh, Leaf? I uh, believe the so. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Bill Polian. I think he was the general manager back then. Um, but um, I don't know if you've ever heard anything on that, on whether or not. Yeah, you know, do do we does anybody know? <laughs> I guess I guess there's only one person that really well, a, a few people maybe that were in the uh, the war room or whatever, whether they were gonna take pain with i you yeah, know, if they would have had the first pick or did they just get lucky and uh, San Diego took leaf.
7: Well, I mean um, I I guess in retrospect, I mean the Colts picked Manning first. So they chose him over Leaf because he went to San Diego. I, I, oh,
20: okay, that's right. I, you're you're correct about that. Yeah, okay. I, I was thinking they had the second pick of that but you're right; they did have the first pick. Yeah, okay. Um, and then secondly, uh, as far as Anthony Richardson goes, I think he's going to go uh, with the fourth pick to the Colts in the second round. Um, I you know I just uh, and I know it's probably not popular, and I hope I'm wrong about this. Um. I just, to me, he didn't, you know, he didn't show, he didn't compete. That's my opinion. And and there may have been a reason for it. Uh, but I don't think, I think we saw what his potential was when he played Utah. And then we didn't see much of that the rest of the season. But I, I think he was worried about getting hurt. So, uh, and I'm not, if I'm a GM, I'm not drafting a, a player like
7: that. And like I said, I hope I'm wrong about that, but that's my opinion. Okay. Appreciate it, David. Thank you, Uh He'll he'll be in the first round. I'd be shocked if he's not. Lewis, hello. Hey, Lewis, Dave, yeah, so, yeah, yeah,
19: yeah I, Lewis. W- I wanted to comment on. Uh, I mean, I mean, didn't he didn't he put up like like a hundred thousand dollars for his players in the other school that he went to?
7: I lost you on the phone, so just start over okay. again because you dropped out for some reason.
19: So I, I wanted to comment on the Deion Sanders uh, statement because. I mean, uh, didn't he put up like uh, like a hundred thousand dollars for his his players on the in, in, the, in the old the uh, old uh, old team he came from the old college? I mean, it, it seems out of character for him to try to jam up just one player and not give back, you know, tape or whatnot. Yeah, I mean, that seems more like you know a school policy or even. Even school personnel just trying to jam up that one player, right? Because he, I mean, from what I heard, he put like $100,000 of his own money to help the players of his his, his old college team, right? I mean, uh, the the old team that he was coaching. So it just, I mean, the the whole conversation is, I mean, it's close to slander, if you ask me. Now, he can't. Well, it's not you know, slander
7: because the school had to come out and say, we will provide tape, well, and, yeah. it was, and it was yeah. to more than one player as well.
19: Right, right. Well, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I didn't say it was slander, but it was close. Well, you to just it. did say it was slander. Well, well, I said it was close. Well, to okay. It, right? Because, because of his previous actions. I mean, beyond Sanders he's put up money out of pocket. He also didn't get paid in his other... Um, college that he came from according to what he agreed on the contract and he didn't leave mid-season or nothing like that he stuck it out with the players so it that that's just out of out of out of character for him i think right um i think it's just colorado being colorado it's not like maryland it's not like um you know uh, la or miami and i think it's just colorado being colorado that's it and and Deion sanders he can't comment on it because he plays probably you know um, yes, he
7: can comment on it because he oh, went on the Pat McAfee show and did comment on it.
19: Oh, good. I'm, I mean, I'm glad he's defending himself. You know what I mean? I didn't know if he did or not. I mean, so, but, I mean, you know, I mean, he, the guy put up, you know, $100,000 in his own money for his whole player. So it just seems out of character, you know. Um,
7: How would you yeah. feel as a player <laughs> if Dion Sanders walked in and said, hop in the portal, Lewis, hop in the portal, get out? How would you feel?
19: I would take it personally as a challenge to prove myself. And I think that's what he was doing.
7: No, he didn't. I mean, look how many people after spring practice, not just when he said go on the portal. And and look, I I will qualify this statement. There's lots of guys after spring practice that go into the portal, not just at Colorado. So let's be, be fair about that. But,
19: oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, the school—the school was Colorado, so we're specifically talking
7: about. Yeah. It. So I mean, right. I guess it, uh, you would take it that way, and I think others would say, "Well, you don't even know what I can do," and right, I, and well, you're telling me that you won't go going a portal already.
19: Right. I mean, but it, you know, it, it also could be that Deion Sanders knows what what he's capable of and wants to bring it out of him. You know, it it, it it's. You can you can see it as a personal challenge as a player, or you know you can get offended, right? Now you have, you have to understand this is Deion Sanders. You you also have to see you know can he coach me up to that level that I want to get to, right? So, but I mean that's that's besides I guess the, the narration because it's it's you know it's you know they're saying that you know. Deion Sanders refused to give him the tape or whatnot. I don't think it was Deion Sanders. I think I think more more policy of the school or maybe personal. Okay,
7: you can now, you, you can think that. I got to take another call, no, Lewis. Thank yeah. you for yours. Uh, Tony will end it today. Hi, Tony.
1: Hey, Steve. What's up, man? Yeah, uh, I think Deion said he was bringing his bags, and there were Louis. So hop on the portal. Right. <laughs> you can't be making statements. Yeah, you right. could be Making statements like that, and then uh, you know gripe about getting some heat when you step in it a little bit. And, uh, you know, that all comes with the territory with Dion. Um And they knew what they were getting over there. But uh, anyway, Steve-O, uh, um, listen, as far as the baseball question goes, listen, if if the college baseball team doesn't make the College World Series this season, I would consider it a disappointment because when you've built a program like Sully has and they haven't been to the World Series since, what, 2017 now? be mm-hmm. 2017, 2018. And uh, this was the year where you kind of set yourself up. You hit the portal. You took care of the pitching needs as far as getting that good, solid number two. And you got fortunate with Sproke coming back. Everything kind of lined up for you. Um, So if you don't make the the, uh, College World Series this season, I would definitely consider that a disappointment, Steve. Um,
7: Go ahead. Disappointment, yes. Um, And and I I use the word failure specifically because it's just what, if you listen to the beginning of the show – That's what Giannis talked about, and I thought it was a great answer. Uh, And that's why, because failure. I can understand why a fan would say, you know, that that the season's in in Milwaukee, losing to a play-in team. I think failure is strong. Disappointment, uh, you know, some other word. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah.
1: And to end it on a positive note, Steve, watch. Next year, the Gator Gymnastics team, will be national champs. Without Trinity Thomas graduating, with the cello, taking a gap year to go pursue the Olympics, which is an awesome thing. Sports is so wacky, Steve. And when you follow it a long time like we have, next year we win the national championship. Guaranteed. Book it. Take care, brother. All
7: right, Tony. Thank you. Uh, Jonesy says, one minute you say you want to see Dion drop a notch. Next minute you say you want him to do good. Well, I didn't quite say it that way. I don't. I, what I said is, I don't wish any ill will on him. If you look way down deep inside, you know it's because he's a seminal. He said, just kidding. I feel the same way about Sanders. He's a guy who cares about Deion Sanders only. We'll see how well he performed at Colorado, but I don't see success. I do see success. Look, there's a lot of players that want to go play for him because of who he is. And, you know, he's been successful in a limited time as a head coach and he picked a school where you know your 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 base is a one win season there there's not much further down you can go so if he wins 7-8 games next year he he could be in line for being coach of the year it's a good situation to be in that's our show for today don't forget tomorrow we'll talk to WWE's Brian Saxton who's one of our grads, tell you how he got into the broadcasting business. And then Steve Beezer, the head baseball coach at Missouri, will join us live tomorrow as the Tigers come to town. And hopefully the weather's going to cooperate when they come to town and Ole Miss comes to town in softball. Thanks to Zach for producing today. Thanks to you for calling and emailing and being part of the show. Always appreciate it when you do. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday. You're listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, A50 AM, WRUF.
0: W251CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRU.